Proverbs 21, verses 1 and 2, these are God's words. The king's heart is in the hand of Yahweh. Like the rivers of water, he turns it wherever he wishes. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but Yahweh weighs the hearts. So far the reading of God's inspired and inerrant word. We are so wicked that we turn things completely upside down. Uh, when things happen in the nation or in any nation that are not the way that we would like them, uh, we often in our spirits, uh, in our assumptions, and sometimes even in our conscious thoughts and our prayers, uh, think and act as if somehow something has gone wrong with providence. Uh, things are not the way they should be if we mean that uh, things are not according to the law of God and we desire that everything would be brought into submission and obedience to him. And so we pray like Jesus taught us, that kingdom come, that will be done. Uh, and yet things are as he has ordained them to be because he who is good has intended good and is carrying out his good intentions even when those who are evil have intended evil and are doing that which is evil. Uh, And so it ought to be a great comfort to us that the king's heart is in the hand of Yahweh to turn it like a river wherever he wishes. Sometimes rivers can be very destructive and very frightening, and yet it is uh, an encouragement, it is a comfort to know that the river can only flow in the direction that God turns it. Now a king thinks himself uh, very strong and influential, and those who are under him may have the same conclusion about him. And yet, he is not greater than a river in the hands of the Lord to direct uh, the heart of the king wherever he wishes. Uh, And so we can trust in the providence of God, and we would have much comfort from this knowledge that history is going exactly as planned, uh, and particularly that all of those upon whom God has set his love are being brought to faith in Jesus Christ. God is gathering his elect to himself and saving them and perfecting them. And when that work is done, this world will be done. Those who think that they are the great players on the stage of the world, the kings, are not even the ones about whom uh, history is are not even the main subjects of the course of history. Uh, Indeed, they are kings, but in the chess of history they are pawns, accomplishing the end game in which the Lord always secures and will certainly secure all those who are his. For the only great king is God, is our king, uh, our God and king, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is God and man. Well, So great is the absurdity of our pride that we who criticize the providence of God in our hearts uh, always give ourselves uh, 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 a perfect score. Uh, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but Yahweh weighs the hearts. This is the great reason that we need the Bible, because otherwise we will do things like think that something is spiritually good or or acceptable service unto God because it feels spiritual to us and because we think uh, it's good. Uh, And yet, the way of a man is right in his own eyes. 
So how does the Lord weigh the heart? Well, the Lord weighs the heart for himself, and he will declare judgment, won't he? Uh, and that's where the language of weighing comes from, you know, you know putting, uh, putting something in the balance and making a determination about it. And yet God is merciful to us, who is bringing us to faith by use of his word. And so his word is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, uh, is uh, able to divide between bone and marrow and soul and spirit. And it reveals the thoughts and intentions of the heart uh, so that we are exposed before him who will judge everything. This is what he tells us in Hebrews 4, verse 12 and verse 13. And so uh, we have access to the Lord's weighing of the heart by using the Bible. And it has often been the case for uh, for us, at least for many of us, I'm sure, uh, maybe all of us, that we've been reading uh, or we've been hearing the Bible taught and he says something and it exposes something from our hearts that reveals the thoughts or intentions of our hearts. And suddenly what we thought a moment before had been okay before God or even commendable uh, we discover from the Bible, or rather the Bible discovers us to ourselves, uh, and uh, and he shows us, and he saves us from being uh, the one who has less hope for, than a fool. Uh, you remember the proverb that says, do you see a man who is right in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for that man. Uh, at least uh, if a man is a fool, but not so foolish, uh, that he is correctable by the Bible, uh, the weighing, the Lord's weighing of his heart out to him, exposing his heart to him by the Bible, may save him from his folly and grow him out of his folly. But the one who is right in his own eyes, who is uncorrectable, who won't even listen to God, who every time he reads the Bible, what does he find? Oh, it's just like I thought. I continue to be right about everything. And the people who disagree with me continue to be wrong about everything. I've had the sad experience as a preacher sometimes of looking out from the pulpit as I'm preaching something that I know certain individuals need to hear to correct their thoughts or correct their actions. And you can see in the countenance of the one uh, to whom you're preaching that it's not being received. You see a man who's right in his own eyes, there's more hope for a fool than for him, uh, and that's why we need to be correctable by the Bible, the living and active, sharper than two-edged sword Bible. Uh, because every way of a man is at first right in his own eyes, but Yahweh weighs the hearts, and it's a mercy of him that he does. Uh, and so let us make sure that we think rightly about what the Lord is doing, about God's providence, and be content and humble and submissive under the the will of God, the decree of God, the providence of God, uh, and that we also think rightly about ourselves uh, and be humble about our own uh, our own thoughts and our own ways. And let's ask God to grant that by His Spirit, His Word would give us these uh, two things. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you that you have given us your Word to remind us that you are good and you do good, and that everything that you do, everything that you ordain, is right. We pray that your Spirit would bless to us this knowledge from your Word, so that we would be content and uh, and humble, 
uh, under your providence, that we wouldn't met all the things too high for us, but we would be like a weaned uh, child who uh, does uh, does not panic uh, as if uh, we will never be fed again, but have learned to contentedly wait upon your timing. Uh, and we pray, Lord, that your Spirit would also bless your word to us by using it to give us a right view, not only of yourself, but of ourselves, so that we would be correctable, so that we would uh, be rebukable, trainable, uh, and that your living and active word, uh, your God-breathed word, would be useful to equip us for every good work, so that we would not walk in our own ways, but that you would make straight paths before us, that we would walk in your ways by your word. Grant this to us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.